Y'all listening to that 20 by 20 podcast, the best of wrestling, the best of hip-hop. Check it out. Boom. This is the 20 by 20 podcast. Shout out to the nation of domination. Yeah. High in these potty streets, but we doing our thing. Tell Coco beware, bringing them birds to the ring. Attitude error, WWF on the leather. It's that 2020 podcast. I go wherever your shorty with a frog splash. She look like Sunny, but she Puerto Rican. I came through like the repo man creeping. Welcome, welcome again. Here we go. This is the 20 by 20 podcast, and we are your hosts, Nathan McFly with. It's your boy, B-I-N-G, being your herd. What's poppin', my boy? Chillin', chillin'. What's poppin', my guy? Out here, you know what I'm saying? A little baked, a little full. Talk a little wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you, little one. Driving me fucking crazy, little girl. Oh, that's what they're supposed to do. What is she? Yo, three? she's no nigga. She's one and a half, going on fourteen. All right, there you go. All right. You see this beard? I didn't have this many gray hairs last year. I did not. Are you sure? <laughs> it looks like they've been there all, all like the last five years. Oh, they've been there, but they've definitely filled in more. There's more gray than black right here in the front. Like all this is still dark. This by shit. The time, by the time she's 15, you're looking like you're looking like Santa Claus already, bro. No, by, the, by the time she's 15, it's fucking <laughs> blackity black, 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 blacky black. She's gonna, she's gonna look like leather on my face. <laughs> you're gonna she's look like, like leather. <laughs> it's like, she's gonna look like a mask. Fuck. fuck that. I'm good. Yeah, but I'm straight, bro. We're good with you, man. Popping. Yeah, chilling, man. Chilling. You know, fucking tired as fuck. But you know, it is what it is. Uh, you know, got a lot of things working behind the scenes. I don't. You know, I don't want to. I don't want to talk about it too much now. You know, with storylines. Wow. But uh. There's if you know, you things. know, and I know, but I ain't gonna say nothing. <laughs> There's a couple of things in the works that um, you know, I'll uh, I'll give light to it right. soon, in, in the hopes that everything works out. You know, shout out to the people working behind the scenes with me. You know, Sir Wilkins of the Java Tears. You know, shout out to Andy Dreamatch, Dartillion, Chris Gomez. You already know that's three the hard way for me right there, man. That's that's the three that's the three artists I fuck with right there. Um, it's gonna be one surprise artist that I'm thinking of doing something with. Hopefully, you know everything works out correctly. But um, yeah, man, you know, on the phone with. To be honest, it's funny, like, you know, going back and forth on emails and phone calls with like with people you never really thought that you would like talk to in life. You know what I'm saying? So, like, the social media shit connects people in different ways, bro. Like. It, it extends the ability to network crazy. It does. But I, I couldn't imagine, like, getting, like, a fucking text, and it's like, you know what I'm saying? Bam, 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 bam. Like, oh, shit. What's good, my nigga? What's up? What's up? Bro, look. Yeah, yeah. Like, you, know, you know, I'm, I'm also, like, in the works. You already know. But uh, shout-out to my boy Jay. Out in Rock Nation. My boy Polo. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know, see, see what yeah. we can do. 
But uh, yeah, man, you know, everything in the works, everything, you know, in due time. Hopefully everything works out, man. Yeah, man. Yo, man, shout out to you, man. Fucking, uh, I know that the teacher situation up there is crazy, bro. Shout uh, out to you for holding yeah. it down. So, you know what I'm saying? I know she's crazy. wild right now. Pretty crazy, <laughs> you know? You know, it's... Just, New York looking like 1985 all over again out this motherfucker, bro. Now, now I feel like uh, the dude from Lean on Me. <laughs> now I feel like this dude. Uh, Lean on what, me. What was his name? I don't, I don't remember, but that's a good flick. Yo, I don't remember his name, name bro. Principal, principal, something or something. Oh man. Morgan Freeman was in that movie, right? It was Morgan Freeman. Yeah, Morgan Freeman paid him, yeah. Yeah. Morgan Freeman Joe, was, was the main was character. It? Carter, right? Was it Joe Carter? Or wasn't that wasn't that the movie with Samuel Jackson when he was the basketball coach? Nah, nah, nigga. Nah, 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 nah. Lean on me. It was with uh Morgan Freeman and he was the he was the principal. It was based on a true story, too. Yeah, it yeah. is based on a true Yo, story. That's, that, that's Mr. Clark. There we go, Clark. That's who. I, that's who I'm feeling like. I'm feeling like Principal Clark. Go on, jump. No, I don't want to jump. Yes, you do. You smoke crack, don't you? You smoke crack, don't you? Look at me, boy. Don't you smoke crack? Yeah, yeah, yes, sir. Do you know what that does to you? Huh? No, sir. It kills your brain cells, son. It kills your brain cells. Nigga went in, bro. Morgan Freeman and his. It's <laughs> very unique dialect. Ah, ha, ha, ha. That nigga could narrate anything and it'll make, he'll make that shit sound. That nigga could narrate a funeral and it'll be fucking dope. Like, yo, yeah. that shit was crazy. Yeah, bro. It's, fuck, shout out to Morgan Freeman, man. Yeah, Morgan Freeman, the, the fucking OG, triple OG. Nigga yo. came in the game old and he's been old ever since. Yo, word, you look exactly the same. Just with, just with Grays right now. Yo, Samuel L. Jackson, when he was in when he was in Coming to America, you know he was in already. You? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, my my son was already in his 40s. He was like he, yeah. he was 40, 39, some shit. That's yep. crazy, bro. That's crazy. <laughs> Damn, I'm trying the, to think. Yo, who the fuck is you? <laughs> Yo, they should have Morgan Freeman narrate uh, wrestlemania like you know in the beginning remember in the be remember in the beginning of the pay-per-views oh that would be crazy they should have him do some shit remember impact will have the fucking impact wrestling yeah uh -huh. since 2002 that dude that right. dude just died recently oh um, they should have morgan freeman do some shit like that for like a wrestlemania like trilogy dvd fucking disc set Fucking fucking for forty year anniversary shit. Yo, let him narrate like the the build up to like the main event of WrestleMania. Once oh, upon man. a time, like I don't Once know. Upon a time. <laughs> Brock Lesnar. <laughs> I can't do Morgan Freeze. Yo, my bad. What's my bad. Just a little farm boy <laughs> picking up hay. Now he's here. Now the he's granddaddy here. of them all. Shoot like shitty bitch. <laughs> you want to get suplex? <laughs> and where does Paul Heyman stand? Who knows? <laughs> In the corner. 
short and fat. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, ayo, can we talk about Paul Heyman's epic, award-winning, Golden Globe, no. Emmy-winning performance? But wait, that nigga why? It's amazing. But why, when he is so stressed out, his eyes become bloodshot red, and he looks like he has been crying the whole time he's been pressed. Like, what the fuck was that? Like, it's all the time. When Brock wow. Lesnar fired him and he had that interview, when, uh, after Brock Lesnar said, my friend Paul Heyman, because of my friend <laughs> Paul Heyman, they, they, they go, they shoot, they shoot to the, to the scene, and they're like, yo, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Like, how the fuck is, it's just weird. I, nah, you know what it is, bro? He's so he's so good in his role. And like he he knows what he knows the role that he's in right now, how he's supposed to be like fuck, like super stressed back and forth. Yeah. So I think having the experience of just yo, all the shit he's been through in wrestling, like it's probably easy for him to tap into that in his brain and be like, I have to look. Just like I'm in despair, fuck us. ECW days, <laughs> like just anything. It's probably easy for him to just turn it on. And bro, yo, bro, Roman breaking character though was mad funny, son. Yeah, like I can't front. I was like, yo, that's funny. But I see not everyone can distinctly see what they're doing in that role. Like Heyman's being played, or so it seems. But from the tribal chief's perspective, he's the one in control. At the end of the day, who knows how deep it goes with Heyman's acting? Like he might be, he might be playing everyone. Like we don't know. At the end of the day, I think that's what it is. I think so too, bro. I think so too. I think I don't think he's gonna go back with Brock, but I think he's gonna. He's trying to figure out a way to still kind of represent both of them yeah because he's not really not with brock he's not saying he's not with him but he's not saying he is either whenever he's pressed about it he exactly. beats him on the bush like a motherfucker right i don't i don't i don't mean what do you like how do you see it like, like you know what i'm saying when it comes to that like when i what i see right now is this all right so let's go a little a little further back let's go like to the beginning of the relationship where Paul Heyman gave so much thanks to Roman for basically like putting him on and bringing him back because he was, you know, thrown away like trash and everything he's been doing for Roman, you know, through, through like doing a contract stuff where for that triple threat match where he won the title uh, last year till even now to where he got it to where the Usos got drafted in SmackDown. But he didn't do that without, you know, telling the Usos, like, yo, if something go wrong, leave that nigga over there. So, in a sense, I think right. Paul Heyman sees that. And I wanted, I wanted, I just, I want to believe that this is all Paul Heyman playing a trick on Roman, infiltrating the family in order... Hmm to benefit Brock or infiltrating the both of them to benefit somebody on the come up. Right. Now, he did. that's another. 
Oh, he did that with Brock with somebody else. He turned on somebody and went with Brock. He was no, nah, he was, was um or he turned on Brock and went with Big Show. He turned on Brock and went with Big Show. Yeah, there we go. Okay. And when he came when he came out with Brock at the time, he was the coach at OVW. He hadn't been on TV. And if you remember Jim Cross saying, Oh my god, this is Brock Lesnar. And is it is that Paul Heyman? The fucking what did he call him? The the Hermit? The, the, no, he called them the fucking um oh my god, what are them shits you get in your ass? Fucking uh, called them yeah, hemorrhoid of professional wrestling. <laughs> wow. And he was like, What is he doing here? Blah blah blah. And I was like, Oh shit, you know, I hadn't seen Paul Heyman in a while. He was coaching at OVW. So like they made it seem like he got in this young kid's ear and yeah. you know what I'm saying, took it and took him and ran with him. But who if you, if it is someone on the come up, let's just say that is the case. Because, yo, we've all seen many, many years of Paul Heyman. And I'm just, I can't believe that he's afraid of Roman Reigns because he's smarter than everyone in the room at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, maybe physically imposing. Of course, they're physically imposing. They're all six foot fucking 12. (laughs) But you're smarter than all of them. Like, look at where you are. Just look at where he is. He's part of the main event. See now, this is a dude that started off taking pictures and all the shit he's done. So look where he is. Like, you don't think he's been in tough negotiations? You don't think he's been in a room with niggas that actually wanted to kill him, i.e. Shane Douglas, Taz, half the fucking ECW, original ECW roster? Like, I'm sure he's been in much worse and much tenser situations, even in professional wrestling, even on, on TV or off TV. So I'm with you on, I think, this could possibly be a ploy, but I don't think it is for Brock Lesnar. I think that Paul Heyman sees no matter what he does, he's not going to be able to get back with Brock, really. Like, he can try and do what he can do from afar, but as far as Brock having him right here, I don't think we're going to see that for a while. But who the fuck on the come up, though? Who do you well, think? Let's, let's play a what if right now. And we've seen it with the draft. Now going into the draft, we've seen a surprising pickup by Monday Night Raw. They picked up Olympic medalist uh, Gable Stevens. Stevens. So, I mean, straight to the main, not going through developmental, not going to NXT. But then again, we've seen this guy sparring with Lesnar as, as a college kid. Right. We see how dominant he's been, not only in the collegiate level, but also in the Olympics. In the Olympics. Right. He ain't nothing to fuck with. And he right. seems to have like that it factor. We haven't heard him really speak yet, you know, like, you know, cutting promos and stuff like that, but that could be taught. As you see with Brock right. Lesnar, as you see with Lashley, Roman Reigns, um, yo, Dolph Ziggler. A lot of fucking people. Listen, the list goes on and on with people who came out of football, who came out of collegiate wrestling, basketball, whatever. The list goes on and on within uh, professional wrestling history. But what if this leads to Paul Heyman having something to do with Gable Stevenson and him, fuck it, put the rocket on him. Let him win the Rumble. How about that? Shit. 
I think that just fits Paul Heyman's MO of IE being the best eye for talent. And picking up somebody young like that and grabbing him and putting that motherfucker in his ear. You know, like, at the end of the day, when it comes to Olympians, and, and it don't hit the way it hit when Kurt Angle won. It's very different. They were living in a different time. Like, yeah. it was the most, it was the least watched Olympics ever. And motherfucker was home, motherfuckers was home with COVID. And still, it was still one of the lowest watched Olympics ever. And I'm just like, Put him with Heyman works for him because I don't think he's gonna get over coming in being the Olympian Gable Stevenson. I think coming being a motherfucker that can snap you in half and drop you on your head, i.e. Brock Lesnar, and I'm with Paul Heyman now. But I'm not Brock though. I'm a whole different entity in in total. Because mm-hmm. no one's Brock. Brock Brock's a one of one generational talent, and I'm glad we got to see him in both his incarnations in WWE. But this kid now. Bro, he uh, yeah, I can see Heyman sliding to that direction and, and going with somebody like that. Are they is that what they're gonna do? I mean, who fucking knows? He can just be playing the role right now, and that's all they want him to do. But exactly, right? That's what I love about it because you can't be like, oh, this is where they're going next. And every time people try, because we've been like, oh, this is what they're gonna do, and they, oh shit, I didn't fucking expect that. Yeah, that's why you know I bring up a what if, what if this would happen, you know? I, what what would be what would be your reaction to something like that? Because they said that you know WWE hasn't really made new stars. I understand that they haven't really made new like straight out the factory type shit in quite some time. But right. at the end of the day, they have rehashed, you know, uh older superstars made them better or got them from somewhere else made them better you know what i'm saying so all in all like you know there's there's been a there's been a lot of work we can't say they ain't been working there's been a lot no of work. they have been absolutely you know what i'm saying and you know shout out to AEW. of course you know they have the the nightmare factory and that they're doing that from from the ground up you know that which is which is very smart and it's going to be beneficial to them you know hopefully in the near future, but in the future, it will be beneficial to them. Even now, they got a lot of people on TV that are coming out of that nightmare yeah. factory. Yeah. And a lot of people that when they first came out were not ready. Yeah. Oh, and now, course, course. and it's like, damn, you're putting these people on TV like shit. Like, like a Jade Cargill, for example, who now is probably going to be that TBS champ. We'll get there, but you know what I'm saying? No, like, she definitely is. She's definitely going to be the she, TBS yeah. champ. Like, she's someone that jumped out like from that nightmare family yeah. thing. Like a lot of them are in the, that faction, but she's someone that separated herself and is doing her own thing. And you know what I'm saying? So yeah, shout out to them for what they're doing. But it's like, it's all around too. Like you see that even, and I don't watch Ring of Honor, but I know for a fact, a lot of the people on their TV right now, besides, you know, some of the guys they signed out of the NXT cuts and all that shit, a lot of those people coming out of their developed, their dojo, whatever the fuck you want to call it. So it's like, it's good to see that, you know, people trying to have their own homegrown talent and building them up and putting them out on their yeah, TV. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? I like that. I, I like that. I like seeing that because now you get a glimpse of what the company sees can be possibly the future. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I mean, let's see what happens, man. You know, this um this draft we seen raw. Well, you know, on paper, 
Raw looks like they got a really big haul within the draft. I mean, people mm-hmm. say like it wasn't, you know, overwhelming, nothing really surprised, but except that Gable Stevenson pick. Right. But I mean, I mean, look at this raw roster right now. You got not only do you got Big E, you got Randy, Riddle, Edge, Keith Lee, Mysterio, uh, Austin Derry. Another that was a surprise, that was a surprising move for me. And you know, the way I felt about that. Um Bobby Lashley, Seth Rollins, Damian Priest, AJ Styles, Kevin Owens, the Street Profits, Finn Balor, Karrion Cross, as we said before, Gabriel Stevenson, uh, Apollo Crews, R Truth, Otis, Gable, uh, damn, Dolph Ziggler, Robert Roode, Shelton Benjamin, uh, Cedric Alexander, The Miz. And then the women's division, you got Bianca, Rhea, Nikki, Becky, Alexa, Carmella, Naya. Uh, well, you know, she's out for a bit. Uh, Zelina is Zelina Vegas over there now. Uh, Dewdrop, she's looking like she's she's on the come up. Liv Morgan, Mia Yim, Tamina, Tegan Knox. I mean, they broke up that that Knox and uh Shotzi uh tag team. I, I, wasn't, right. I wasn't feeling that because they really don't have a strong uh, a strong presence on that tag team. Bro, they division. broke they up three tag they broke up three tag teams. They broke up Shotzi and Knox. They broke up Tamina and Natalia. Mm-hmm. Um, and damn, what was the other team? Fuck, I don't remember the other team, but whatever. They yeah, they they broke up. So they broke up two tag teams, and it's like damn, who who's in the women's tag division on Raw right now besides fucking champs and who they beat on Monday? Like I just unless they're gonna I don't know what is that? you know unless they're gonna make. A tag team, and I think one tag team that should be made because they've been seen together a lot that would probably benefit from it. Maybe is uh Carmella and Zelina Vega. Yeah, yeah, that could work. You know, or, that could work. You know, you have like, you know, I want to see me and Dolly. I want to see her. I want to see me. I want to see her by herself too, and I feel like she, um. You know, she's been off TV for so long. They, they had her go through the whole retribution thing. Yeah. And it's like, I feel like now she, um, it's time for her to get her own run, bro. It's time yeah, for her definitely. To, definitely. to go out there and show what she can do. You feel what I'm saying? Definitely. I think that, um, I think they fucking around right now with her, her. But I get it. You know, they went through the whole COVID thing and everything. And she got, she was sick. She got hurt. Keith Lee went through everything he was going through. That's probably another reason why she wasn't on TV too. Shit, she was taking care of her man, probably. You know what I'm saying? No, like, shit. That's what he said. He said that she was there taking care, taking care of him. And she ended up catching it as well. So it was just a lot of health issues at the end of the day. Uh, but um on Raw, I mean on SmackDown, you got uh Roman, Drew, Kofi, Xavier, you know, the new day. Corbin and his boy Moss, you got Hit Row, which is which Mad is Cat dope, Moss, <laughs> which is a pretty dope addition. You got Jeff Hardy, Jimmy, Jimmy and Jay, Nakamura and Boogs, Sheamus, uh, Viking Raiders, Ricochet. I really like the move of Ricochet going to SmackDown. I'm hoping it's a refresher for him. Uh, nope. Because to be honest, I like- as I'm looking at this, there's really no strong babyface to go against Roman on SmackDown. Uh, again, like unless you're gonna revisit the Cesaro thing, and I feel like that's past and past done already. They got uh, Drew. They got Drew now. They got Drew there, of course, but uh, I I don't see it. 
I don't, I mean, we could see that match, you know, maybe after Survivor Series, maybe at the December pay-per-view or maybe at the Royal Rumble, we'll Royal see. Royal Rumble, that. right. But I don't think they're uh, face heavy. I mean, maybe we could get a, a, a finally get that Roman and Nakamura match that we were supposed to get because he won the goal. Right. We still haven't right. got that. And uh, Nakamura being IC champ hasn't really, you know, had a lot of people to defend it against. So maybe him, you know, saying something like, yo, you know, I've pretty much beat everyone. I want to step up type shit. Also, him, side note on the draft. Yeah. Right. I'm excited for Viking Raiders moving over to SmackDown getting used because those dudes are fucking good, bro. And I'm a fan of them. And I would love to see them against the Usos. That would be because. You know, that would be very dope. So I'm, I'm glad they're over there, too. But Ricochet going over there, I, I hope it, it is a refresher for him because dude is too talented. And, I mean, what if he went over there and, and had a heel turn? You know what I'm saying? What if they put him with someone, put him with a mouthpiece, put him in a tag team with more? Have him do something different than what he's been doing, which is the white meat, white meat baby face thing. I mean, yeah, you can have him face Roman and He's going to sell and bounce all over the place for Roman, but I don't think he's done anything enough to be built enough to look like a legitimate challenge. Like, bro, they made Finn look like a challenge in the in the SmackDown match and, and as Demon. And he, they're yeah. about the same fucking size. So, you know, they would have to build that, that character. He needs some character work, I feel like, exactly. to be definitely, that challenge. Definitely needs some character work. Mm-hmm. Definitely would need some character work. Yeah. I was going to say, with Nakamura in that IC title, maybe we could get him versus uh, Swerve Scott. Ooh. Yeah, because that Swerve definitely dropping that title. So Escobar on yeah. NXT. So we, we could get yeah. that. You know, you got a, you got another tag team in Top Dollar and uh, Ashanti Adonis. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Got another another female within the SmackDown uh, women's division and B-Fab. Still think she's right. a little too green to go against anybody yeah. that's uh, a little over her. But I would love yeah. to see Naomi get a run to the point where, like, you know, she's getting some wins under her belt and maybe even challenge Charlotte Flair at December, January pay-per-view. It looks like they're building... Oh, shit, they dropped another 007 movie? I didn't even know that. <laughs> it looks like they're building... I, these, those flicks are kind of good, bro. Not for nothing. I don't know if you've seen any. The Daniel Craig joints? Yeah, yeah. They're I've pretty fire. They're, they're pretty fire. Um, yeah, she is, she's green, but... She has, she has it, and I feel like if they can hone in on her, they can hide some of those, you know, her weak points of her in-ring shit. Because yeah. what she has is, you know, the length. She's a natural kickboxing boxer. She can throw punches and kicks. She knows how to. She can sell. Because she was selling for Alexa Good. Yeah. But I think her off her offense is what's like it needs work. But yo, Naomi, I love that they're giving her a. Uh, character and some a role. She's in a story, and she's in a story with someone in Sonia. Who yo? Let's be real. She slid into that role, and she's a fucking natural in it. Yep, she's a natural in that role. Yes, she is. Let's not let's, but let's not forget. Shorty was dope in the ring. She's good, and I feel like they're building towards that. And I, that would be a perfect person for her to come back and face. Being Naomi, Naomi gets a fucking win over her, and it's like, all right, you beat me as the authority figure, bet. So next SmackDown or next pay per view, 
you get a fucking title shot. I feel like that's where they're going with that. Yeah, or, or she could just like abuse abuse the shit out of it. Like, all right, now you got to go through four other people on the same on the same uh on the same show <laughs> right now. You got to go through the whole women's division. You know, like some shit. Like, just try to build her up. You know, um, I want to see yeah. them do something with Tony Storm as well. Because what I seen on NXT UK and just NXT in itself, she's she's fire, bro. Homegirl shout out to girl to- do a thing. Shout out to Tony Storm. You know, she's she's dope at NXT. They're not really using her like that on SmackDown, but I'm gonna keep it real. The only Tony that matters is Tony fucking D'Angelo. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> over here. Over here, this fucking guy over here. Oh that dude God. is over as fuck. And, and had one match. But then he goes and hollers at the Morena after. <laughs> yeah, you know, but you know what's crazy is that yeah. everybody made fun of it when he was doing the promos. I the fucking vignettes. loved it from jump. I said yes. Uh, hopefully he's not fucking um uh what's what's his name? The fucking bald-headed Italian nigga with the big ears. He was in WCW what, and F- WWE. FBI? <laughs> nah, not him. Not 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 little Guido. <laughs> the other thing that's another Guido. dude right there, Tony D'Angelo. He has he has a background in 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 uh, wrestling, college wrestling. You know what I'm he saying? Champ. He was a, a college collegiate champ. Yeah, but yo, dude, he just gives me collegial vibes, bro. I fucking love it, bro. He's yo, he's good. He went for the, like, he went he, for the Morena, like yo, what up, right, baby? right. They're gonna turn this shit into a Bronx tale, NXT tale. Like, come on, say, son. Morena, bang, bang on that, Morena, bang, bang on that, penny, 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 penny. Hey, how you doing? I like to be on your show, eh? Hey, how you doing over here? Fucking guy over here. Nigga, try to bribe the ref beforehand. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga walked out his best holy walnuts fucking velour sweatsuit. I was like, yeah, my yo, son is authentic. Yo, shout he's from, out to... He's from Jersey, I think, right? Or I'm Boston. Shit, I don't know, man, but yo, He's from a real black, heavy... Yo, black wrestling, to... uh, black announce table. They were like, yo, <laughs> they're like, yo, chalk line gotta get on it. I need me a Tony D'Angelo velour ASAP. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm telling you, bro. He came out. I heard the audience, and I was like, "I, yo, I fucking knew it. This dude's gonna get over. This dude's gonna get over." And he got in the ring, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Then I like they they talked oh, about wow, it, and bro. I was like, "Oh, this son, this nigga got yo, it. Like he wrestled." What if? What if he brings back? How you doing? Oh my god, son. Yo, can I, you yo, I, I be real. The people will go crazy. Cause he yo, you want to talk about some let's let's hold on. Let's be real. And I know people are not gonna like this. But in the past, what's it been since he's been gone? Three, four years? Oh no, almost Maybe? four, kid. Almost, almost four. four. All right. So let's say 10 years. In the past 10 years, how many people have come from literal obscurity because he had no wrestling background went through developmental got over super huge get called up the day after wrestlemania smart idea hot crowd smart crowd 
However, she biggest fucking pop of the night and continuously every fucking week, every pay-per-view, dumb motherfuckers got the biggest pop every night. And it was off an of entrance. They were like the New Age Outlaws. Love the New Age Outlaws. They were an entrance and they were a finish because they, were, they weren't much else. Not trying to diss niggas, but let's keep it real. These <laughs> niggas were an entrance and a finish. And Enzo bouncing around the fucking ring, damn near killing himself because all Kaz did was kick niggas and put them in the fucking power slam shit. And that was it. One, two, three, it was over. Let's keep it real. Well, I'm talking about just the fucking yo, people lose their fucking the minute minds, that, bro. The minute those strings came in, bro. Bro, drinks in the air type. Like, you don't see that. Like, when was a lot? When, when we saw that, when Cena came back, we saw that. When Punk came back, I, I we punk, saw that. Nigga, Daniel Bryan went to Daniel fucking Bryan. When fucking, when, 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 but, when Adam Cole came out, we saw that. But it's like, Look at those names and look at all they've done in wrestling. Who the fuck did Enzo ever beat? What the fuck? <laughs> Nobody. But he drew some fucking money. Oh, yeah. And at the end yeah. of the day, that's why they, that's, at the end of the day, they were in a dilemma. I'm sure that we, that we hated his guts. But they was like, this motherfucker sells merch. Bro, if they brought him back, that place would go nuts. I honestly think that they would. I don't think he'd ever go back, though. Imagine he's like, hey, hey, hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't do tag team wrestling, but uh, I had to call, I had to call my cousin. And then all you hear is that, all you hear is that song come back. That would be crazy, bro. It would be crazy. It would be crazy. I don't think he would go back though. I see him ending up doing something with Kaz again, and Kaz is an impact, kind of doing his thing as a heel right now. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. I mean, I don't know, bro. I, it would be nuts. You can't. You can never say never in wrestling. No. But right now, I I don't think he would go back. I'm sure if he watched and he saw the character, he might be like, oh shit, this might be something I could work with. Like, you know what I'm saying? Bring bring us back. Somebody call little Guido. Somebody call fucking. <laughs> this thing is said, bring them all. Fuck it. <laughs> bring them all back. Bring the whole FBI back out here. Yo, but oh, man. can you imagine that, bro? Yeah, that that would be crazy. That would be crazy. Like, yo, when it comes to NXT, though, of all the new talent that they've introduced, because they've introduced yeah. a lot, every week it's another person in another segment. They add another layer to someone they introduced the week before. They add two layers to someone they introduced two weeks before. Like, they're adding and they're building, and it's reminding me of the older... NXT that took a while to figure out who their stars were and how to really push them, right? Yeah. But Braun Breaker, Tony D'Angelo, I mean, the fucking, the Von, whatever. The Von, fucking the Great Kelly's stepson, um, (laughs) the toxic fucking femininity group, they stand out to me. Yeah. I think it's because they come out looking like someone threw a bucket of water on them. I don't know what it is. And they're in all leather, so they're just shiny and, like, just wet. And it's like, you're like, what the fuck? What's going on here? Did they just... Where did they just come from? Like, what's going on here? It's like, what's going on? Man, Mandy Rose is fine as shit. With that dark hair, woo, boy. And, yo, I think she's going to take the title off Raquel, a.k.a. Miss Braun. But that's another story. Um, it's funny, because she's mad tall, and she does, he, she makes the nigga not look that big. And he's yeah. mad big. But I guess because he's so cut now, he yeah, doesn't look as cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like he just had that shit with EC3, and I'm just like, 
man, you don't look that. You, why did you look so huge on WWE? I don't get it. But fucking um, yeah, Breaker, D'Angelo, the Toxic Femininity Group. Last, I'm not even last, saying the name right. Last Legend. Last Last Legend. I like the. I mean, it's like. Uh, I feel like it's gonna get over. Yeah, I, I think it's gonna get over. I get Wendy Williams vibes off of it a little bit. And I think that's what I think's what they're trying to do because I don't think she's a baby face. I'm pretty sure she's a heel. But like, um, this chick and fucking Dexter Loomis and the other girl. Oh yeah, bro, Indy Hartwell. Yeah, like you have people that are like, all right, these people stand off, and then right behind them comes like the Diamond Mine and those type of groups. You know what I'm saying? Those people. The Carmelo Hayes of the world and shit like that, who are on the come he's up, gonna, Joe Gacy. He's gonna be a star, man. Oh yeah, I, I think I, I don't know why they put him in a tag team because I don't, I have no idea why they put him with the other dude. I, whatever. I'm gonna say this though, I, I'm feeling, I'm feeling an MSK turn, bro. The crowd. I don't like them. Turn, the crowd is starting to turn on them a little bit. Yeah, You're turning uh, on them. You're yeah, turning on them, my friend. I don't like them. They don't wrestle. They fucking, they won the titles. They defended them shit like two times, I feel like. Three times. Nah, they defended and, them a couple of times. But like, for the, for NXT to be a tag team champion and a, a very tag team rich brand and history with how they how they it's developed like before, and bought a tag team. But it's not like before. I mean, I didn't, had, I, maybe they didn't have couple, the competition. They've had a couple of championship matches. I think probably like four or five. Remember, they haven't really been tag champs for that long. So they had about a lot of like those, four or five defenses, and a lot of them came with the same teams. And multiple man matches. Exactly. Multiple teams. I don't see matches I've seen and all that. Yeah. I think they've had one two-on-two tag team title defense. No, nah, they had the, the one with Legato, and then they had one with Imperium. There you go. I don't know, they're man. Not, they're I think... Not, Yo, NXT is not tag team heavy anymore, though. It's it, they, they have tag teams that. now. They're building right. that right now. You're starting right. to see. You see about four, five, six teams now. You know what I'm I saying? I think they. I I think they need to turn too. Honestly, for I sure. I'm not, I I I feel it. I, the crowd used to be so over for them, and now it's like, all right, I want these niggas to lose. I I can't stand them. They're over here jumping, flying all over the place. Not gonna hold them. The motherfuckers, the motherfuckers do their thing in the ring. You know. I, I, I like thought they were gonna lose. Yeah, I really I like so too. I'm gonna be real. I'm a grizzled young veterans fucking fan. Grizzled. <laughs> I like them niggas, bro. I like them. They're good, man. Yeah, that's a good tag team, bro. Awesome Definitely. shit. I would love to see um, Mustache Mountain come back. Mustache Mountain. I, right now, Tyler Bate in NXT UK is on his like. You know, on his pure wrestling shit. Yeah. Like he just won some tournament. He goes around defending this fucking cup, like it's the World Cup and shit. Yeah. So he's doing that right now. I don't know what Trent Seven is doing because I don't keep up with it like that. Like that, it's because it's not a weird time, bro. It's hard to watch that shit. And it's a lot of I put it on I'm because like, a lot of people it. are gone because uh, you know yes. everything that happened, and you know, rightfully so. Rightfully right, so. Right, 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 right. But Absolutely. Um, I think they're 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 also. At a point where they're trying to find themselves again, they don't have as much talent as they used to. As you can see, um, NXT got one of their better women wrestlers now. Right. So, 
I mean, right. she's good. That chick, that Kaylee Ray chick. Damn man, it's good. all it's all going through a, a tra- transformation period, man, and it's all good. It's all good. This is this is where wrestling was going before the pandemic, you know. And then the pandemic right. hit, and a lot of other things started hitting, and it's just like, all right, now we gotta we gotta hit reset. They right. hit reset on NXT, and I'm just hoping sooner than later we'll see another takeover in a fucking in an arena. You know what I'm saying? Like, I hope so. Man. Now I now I shoot myself in the foot every fucking day, bro. Like, damn, I never went to a fucking takeover with any of these niggas here. You and they did I mean? four years straight in Brooklyn. <laughs> I'm like, what is wrong with me? You know, like four uh, straight summers, hey, bro. I feel wow. you, man. I feel you. It is what it is, man. It is what it is. Yo, what do you um? What do you think of uh? The the way these promos have been done lately by some of these guys and some of the words that they're using and the phrases that they're using out here, like All right. I think Goldberg needs to lay low on the killing <laughs> when he's going to Saudi Arabia. Like, come in, they're gonna take you serious, and they might snipe Bobby Lashley. Nah, I'm joking, but. Like yo, like my man is like relax, dude. You got you got your ass handed to. Like it's not gonna look good if out of nowhere you're getting mad offense in. Like I, I'm hoping it doesn't you know fall into that that type of uh that type of match. I'm just hoping that Bobby Lashley still wipe the floor with him once again, just to show like he doesn't belong here. Right. You know. And then this is the second match of his contract, so after this he should be done. You know, you you go you go down with your with I'll your back Goldberg. to the mat. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Have a nice day. It's all good. You know, Goldberg. You know, he he brings. He always gonna bring something to the crowd. You know what I'm saying? Because like, yo, we gotta understand. I mean, us as as adults, we see it differently. We see wrestling differently. But at the end of the day, th- this is a show for like kids and teenagers. And kids and teenagers, they they don't mind seeing Goldberg. Right. You know what I'm saying? Especially, especially out there where they're going. Like exactly, it's exactly. a different, much different audience that they're catering to. So, yep. you know, they the nostalgia acts for us are not nostalgia acts for them. Like, I'm not even trying to be funny, but yo, you know what I'm saying? They're very restricted with the things that they're able to view as far as entertainment. So, they're not watching up to date shit. Yeah. You know, they, they know of it, but it comes on much later. Like, what they're watching actively, like, what's on 8 o'clock on a Monday over there is raw, but it's from, like, 2013. Who knows? Yeah, who knows what you they know what I'm saying? Like, and who knows if they, it's even in sequence. They could be watching one week, it's from 2013, and next week it's 2006. Like, who <laughs> knows how it goes? It's basically what their what their version of the FCC looks at yeah. And they're like, all right, you can put this, 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 and this, this. Like, bro, you only give me 45 minutes out of a two-hour show. Like, what the fuck? I right, piece it with this one and piece it with this one. You got three different shows in one two-hour slot. Like, it's mad different over there. So, I mean, I, I don't know, man. But I think he's wilding what he's saying. I think your, your man MJF calling Darby Allen a school shooter. Is... Yo, but he does that. Look Yo. what happens the next week, though. The next Yo, week, was, look what happens in Texas. It was it was funny though. It was funny though. The way he I, said, like, listen, he said how it, many I was timing. Like, oh, I was like, no, because I I heard it. I was like, 
oh man i was like if you know he he played into that whole emo character of like how those i hate to say like you know like the whole columbine stuff and all that and it's like damn people are still hurting over that people are still hurting over other school shootings that happen even after that right i just feel like that's something yeah that's just something just just don't touch it don't touch it but my thing is though how are you how do you as tony khan who quote unquote makes sure all the promos go through you deacon how do you let that line slide and don't say nothing to him about that? And like, bro, let anybody in WWE come out on TV and say that, bro, they'll be asking for the motherfucker's head. Oh, Easily. definitely. Definitely. Ridiculous. It would be crazy. Like, people would lose their minds. And it's like, yo, you can't do that. Like, what are you, what are you doing, bro? Like, how do you, <laughs> how do you let that slide? Oh, I can't find the laugh. But it's like, all right, bro. That's like, there's some shit you gotta chill. You know what I'm saying? Like, there is a line, my nigga. Like, there's no, a line for there, certain things. There's definitely a line, and there's definitely not, you know, something you shouldn't cross. But right. it's all right. So, like, you know, like, you know, when you when you see stuff like you know on Twitter, people talk about it, and you notice how like certain people they they keep on, you know picking and picking at you know any anything and everything that w, wwe does right. in regards to their talent but right. you know like there's this one thing that and i, I kind of understood it was that uh they were talking about joe gacy and his new character right so with joe gacy and his new character he's using words like inclusive and i forgot what it was something else that he has said Using a lot of trigger words for people, bro. Yeah, like, a lot of trigger. And they words. were like, "Yo, like, do you feel comfortable with you know this guy saying stuff like that?" And I'm like, "All right, you're asking if people feel comfortable with that, but what about what we just said right now, with MJF?" It just goes to show you how some fans are just like, it doesn't matter what it is. They just hate the WWE just to hate it, and nothing AW can do, they will criticize. They will defend that shit to the end, and it don't make no sense, because it's like, if you just turn the channel and someone else says the exact same thing, how is it wrong? How is it okay on TNT, but it's wrong on USA? Explain that to me. I I don't get that. You know, and and I, I agree with both you know, both both segments being wrong to a certain right. extent. You know what I'm saying? Like when I when I was hearing Joe Gacy talk, I to be honest, I that didn't even come come through my mind, bro. It, it didn't. I didn't even think about it. Like, yo, why would he be using these type of words and blah blah blah? But then you you know you start thinking about it, like, ah, oh, you know what? Yeah, maybe they should like kind of lean off of that because I could trigger, like you said, there's trigger words and it could trigger some people. But then again, also people need what... to stop being so fucking sensitive with some shit. It's a TV character. He's a heel. His whole purpose is to get under your skin. And at the end of the day, yo, <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. Like, <laughs> don't people that are that are on that bullshit. Whether you believe in it or not, hope, hopefully, fully or not, 
it's still like, I right, shut the fuck up. Like, yo, not everyone deserves a participation trophy. I don't want to hear that shit. Like, some people have to lose. You need to lose to understand the sweetness of winning. Yeah. Like, without, without pain, where is the joy? They, it's just the balance of life. Maybe it's how we were brought up. Maybe it's I mean, that. It's Maybe it's just era. our generational it's thing. It's, right. It's a different era, and a lot of things have changed. There's stuff that we could have said before that not, nobody would have blinked an eye to. But now... You got to watch what you say. And it's, you know, it's merited. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of stuff that could, a lot of the stuff that could be said. It to could an trigger. extent. It, yeah. But it could trigger. That's my thing. It can. It, it could can trigger, trigger, it but could trigger the wrong emotions and you never know what can happen. So then it goes back. And then when somebody's looking back at like how this could have happened, what was this person thinking, seeing, doing at the moment when all this, all these feelings came around, God forbid they go to stuff like this. Or, or go to but other things, that's, and then that's too much. That's too much for a, a character on a wrestling show. You're thinking too deep, because yo, you know what? If I use a word, if I use one of these fucking trigger words, because I don't even know exactly what he said that actually bothered people. I don't, because to me, some words don't bother me. Again, I'm a different generation. I don't give a fuck about a lot of that shit either, too. But that's just my personality. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I also yeah. feel like. I also feel like, though, if I come out on TV as a character and I say a word in character that triggers you to have such a strong emotional response, that's something you need to work on on your own fucking personal time. Turn the fucking TV off then. Because I have to, my job is to invoke an emotion in you for you to not like me. That's my job as a heel. I'm not being racist, sexist. I'm not being your typical raw fucking bad guy. I'm doing it in a way that's going to get under people's skin because this whole society is so sensitive and that nigga knows it. And I feel like he's great at what the fuck he's doing. He don't even got to wrestle. He, he, he didn't even got to wrestle. If he just comes out and cuts promos, he's going to get heat. He's going to get yeah. mad heat, super heat. But super I, heat. Nuke, I, so personally, I wouldn't agree with it. That's just me. Personally, I just don't agree with it. When so you think he should to, change his character? No, I'm not saying change the character. But something like what he said last week, I don't agree with it. What was it that he said that drove people crazy? I don't know. Was it we both win? Is it the shit that we both win? Even when we lose, we both win or some shit like that. No, it, it, it's just the words. It's certain, certain trigger. Like, that. I know somebody said something about the word inclusive. Like, like, you know, and it's, I think, I think it, at the end of the day, it, it breaks down to maybe a color issue. You know what I'm saying? Maybe a, a race issue. I don't know. But what I'm trying to say this, and I'm just, and I'm talking about the MJF stuff. I think that right there is a major trigger because that's something that's still going down till this day. Oh it's yeah. No, MJF current. is wild. It's for that very one. current. It's very current. And that shouldn't that shouldn't have been made into a line. That's just me. That's what I think. I think that that shouldn't should never be touched. Same thing with like mental health, mental health illness, and and just getting at somebody for who they are. You know what I'm trying to now, say? I like, agree with you. I feel you when it comes to that. Like like I said, there is a line. There, there's definitely a line, and I feel like you have to know the fucking line and understand the difference between towing it stepping over it a little bit and just completely crossing it and not giving a fuck. Like you cannot, you can't do that. 
but you can toe the line. You can pull. You can hang on that motherfucker as long as you don't cross over it. Yeah, that. I feel like I feel like in this day and age with wrestling, in order to get heat, you have to push it to a certain point because it's so hard to get booed. Because everyone gets cheered based on in ring. Let's be real. Like, how many niggas get really get booed? You know what I'm saying? The people that get booed are the niggas that run their fucking mouth. Because the in ring is going to get you cheered. A lot of people people can run their mouth but can't get heat. Without without doing stuff, I don't know. To me, regardless of it, at the end of the day. Nah, MJF has crossed the line. He's crossed the line more than once, though. You know what I'm saying? He's definitely pushed it. Some of, some of the shit he said to Brian Pillman Jr., I was like, yo, this thing is wild. I know he paid him some money to me. I know he was like, yo, here's like a cool 10 stack. I'm going to talk about your dead moms and your pops and all types of shit. His like, I'm going to go crazy. not even dead, bro. Oh, isn't she like a... about his mom being a fiend. Like, whatever. All right, cool. If he was cool with that, that's Brian Pillman shit. If he's cool with that, I bet. Arn Anderson basically call, calling Cody pussy. Cool. I'm good with that. What, what about Seth coming out and tweeting, like, we can use shit now, and just coming out and saying shit right away. Like, I love it. Like, yes. You <laughs> troll fuck. I love that. <laughs> He's such a dick, bro. You see his interview with Stone Cold? I'm like, yo, you're He's, really he's really good. See, dude, that's bro. a good heel. That's a good yeah. heel. You're a likable dude, and you know how to piss people off. And, you know, in the same... In the, same sentence in the same promo very suddenly he can just change his facial and change the tone of his voice and that shit turns into a baby face promo take away the maniacal laugh and take away his the fucking smile on his face that stupid smile and just change it to and it's like oh shit it's, he can very easily just flip this character like that turn into yeah. a baby face if he wanted to but also how many people are him though not like, let's big. give him his flowers. Yeah, He's one of the best in the past, you know, in this new 2000, I would say from like the 2010s era yeah. to okay. now. The niggas probably t- one of the top five yeah, niggas. Let's give him there. his flowers. Seth is up there. We're, right. we're definitely going to see another Seth uh, championship run. I'm hoping it's going to be Absolutely. as a heel. Oh yeah! When he first won the the WWE title as a heel, that shit was dope. That shit was dope. When greatest was greatest cash in of all time. J and J security that that was awesome. I loved it. Right, like yeah. I I think that um, I think that a lot of these guys they want to get heat to learn from somebody like Seth Rollins, bro, because he gets heat. He's somebody that get and even though they're kind of starting to turn and you get you hear the cheers in the crowd after the shit the shit with Edge. That all changed. Now yeah. you don't hear them anymore. <laughs> now he's you get over there, He's over there going going into to Edge's crib and right drink, which was crazy. Nigga drinking orange juice and biting on an apple. I, I guess he didn't even know what the fuck he was doing. That shit was that's nasty. By drinking orange juice right out the thing, biting the apple. I'm sure he was like, "What the fuck? What <laughs> am I doing?" That nigga smoked first and went before he went and did that segment. He's like, I'm gonna have the munchies, so I'm gonna just go crazy in here. He said, Yo, what am I doing? What am I doing here? Right. But uh, yo, um, before we before we uh close this out, um, we seen last night the return of Hangman Page. Uh yo. Adam Page, um, damn bro. I I I knew he was gonna get a crazy pop when he came back because ever since he left and he lost, you know. 
it looked like he lost a little momentum when Daniel Bryan, CM Punk started to show up and it kind of like left him on the side. But, you know, he went to go uh, be with his wife. He had a baby. Like, paper, right, right. He had a baby. This guy is one of the most over baby faces in all of professional wrestling right now. Yeah, bro, the, I did not uh, expect that pop. I'm going to be for real. Yo, from, from the, you know, from coming back. Being in the ladder match, winning the ladder match, the interview in the back, him talking about his baby, him not having uh, PTO days anymore. He was connecting with that the was audience in a, in, a, in a personal way because people yeah. know it. People know how that feel. Once you, yeah. you, go on the, you know, you go on paternity leave and stuff, you're like, oh, damn, I ain't got no more days. I got to be here every day now. I'm fucked. The graphic, the graphic killed me. Finally showed up to work. I was dead, son. I was like, yo, they... These niggas, they, they know what to do when he comes out. Like, they, now I see it, like, now that he came back and he got that that pop, I'm like, yeah, he's definitely going to be the one to beat Omega. And that place is going to go fucking insane. Bananas. Bananas. They're going to go nuts. Because he was the first, he was in the first championship match with Jericho. Yeah. And everyone wanted him to win then. Yep. And I look at it now. And it was as the right ready team. as 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 good as he is, he no, he wasn't ready. Nah, of he's ready not. now. We all he's knew ready that Jericho's now. gonna win that. Oh, yeah. I mean, I was fucking fuck Jericho, but anyway, yeah. um, basically, <laughs> you know what? Fuck Miles of all too. They be on the same bullshit. It's one dick kneeing another dick in the face. So who cares about both of them? <laughs> really bad storyline that shit. But what anyway? Oh. Um, Top team, but yeah, yo, shut them niggas suck. Fuck them. Um, the only thing is fine as shit. When do you see uh, Adam Page um getting that title shot? Do you see that very next, very next pay per view in November, or you see it happening in February? First pay per view of 2022, February. All right, so that's a revolution, if I'm not mistaken. I think Omega has to run it back with Daniel Bryan for the title to end his year in a dominant way because he can't leave. He can't end 2021 with a fucking tie. He needs a win. Daniel Bryan can eat that loss. He's going to come back and get it back anyway because him and Punk are both going to be champions there before they're fucking, before it's done. We know that. But I think that they know what they're doing as far as their main event scene is how they're going to have this play out. They've been building this page and Omega shit for two years now. You know what I'm saying? Ever since they came in together, as the elite, being a unit, him leaving the elite, Jer- um, you know, Omega doing his own thing, them coming together as a tag team, winning the titles, going on that fuck. They had those titles for a long, almost a year, didn't they? Like two hundred days or some shit. Uh, around there, around there, yeah, yeah. It wasn't, it right. wasn't, it wasn't a year. I think maybe, maybe half the year, maybe like one hundred and fifty, eight hundred and eighty days around there. But it was, right. it was, it was a tag team reign that had a lot, had a lot going on. With the right. story and in the matches and everything like that. And then and then you lose. Omega turns heel, wins the title, and you're kind of just floating. Like, what do you do? What were you what has he done since that? Nothing. He's just been floating. He's beefing with the box and all this shit. Now you leave, you become a father, you come back, and like, yo, I I didn't think he was going to get that big of a pop. I was like, holy shit. I'm like, all right, he's winning for sure. Like, psh, come on. He's definitely winning. He won. I I think 
Now he's going to be clear of the drinking angle bullshit. He's clear. His head is clear. And what I think he should do now is just fuck with Omega every motherfucking chance he gets. Walk around with that big ass stupid casino chip everywhere. Throw the shit at him like, ah, right behind you, motherfucker. Yeah, like just knock him over the head with it as a frisbee. Word. Just, yo, continuously stress the nigga out and have him like always thinking about him (laughs) until he's like, we're having the match at this fucking pay per view. And he beats him. And poof, man. Yeah. 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 That's what I think. I don't think they should do a next pay per view. I think next pay per view is way too soon. Way too soon. Way too soon. Yeah, they could they could stretch it to, out. They could stretch it yeah, out. Yeah, and they need to milk it. They need to keep it going to the point where the fans are like, yo, it has to be now. <laughs> it has to be now. Do you think that? do you think that he'll be um paired with the dark order again? Because I if I'm not, no. if I, if I, I don't know if I'm mistaken or not, but they didn't come out when he won, right? Nah, I don't think so. I don't, I don't remember seeing them come out. But also, with that, I think that they, he doesn't need them right now. They just, they have their own internal storyline going on. So he needs to just be fucking Adam Page, the Lone Ranger, the Lone Cowboy by himself type shit like yeah he's a baby face and if he needs help he got niggas that can come out and help him but he needs to just do him right now i feel like that will definitely help him more than fucking with the dark order oh they've lost a lot oh a yeah, lot of momentum did. yeah yeah they did they did break up they went their own ways after that 10 men match right ah uh, yeah, right. yeah 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 now I just, I just remember that right now all right cool 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 right. yeah i mean them after that. you know what it is the Dark Order needs a leader because it looks like it, it, they look like a whole bunch of minions. That's all they look like. A whole bunch of minions running around. Now you got, you know, Brody, Brody Lee, may, may, you know, may his soul rest in peace. You have his wife kind of running with them now a little bit. I don't know if that's going right. to be a thing. I'm not sure. But yeah. um, they, they, like you said, they're losing momentum. And I feel like they have out of that whole click, uh, 10. And the little dude, John Silver, that's his name, right? I think those two could be a real formidable tag team. Yeah, it's it's usually John Silver and the and little the, nigga. And the other guy with the long hair. But no, no, I no, feel... no, 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 no. What's the little nigga? Hungy? Um, no, yeah, that's John was... Silver, the short nigga, right? John Silver's the short, bald guy. He always used to come right, out right. dressed like, like Brody dressed Lee. Dressed like Brody Lee, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. But I feel I like think him. those two... Those two are the stars. Yeah, I feel like they could be a really good, a really good legit tag team. You know? (laughs) Yo. Yeah. She's watch her. Watch her in 2022, bro. No, it's good to see her. She was handpicked for a reason. She was out with injury, so it's good to see her back. Definitely. She was handpicked for a reason. Yep. I mean, they do need a leader. I don't think. It's gonna be Bray. I don't think we're gonna see Bray on wrestling on TV for and for the rest of this year. People need to stop. Like everyone thought he was gonna be the one to show up as a Joker, and I'm just like, bro, his fucking 90 day doesn't end until October 30th. Like, what's wrong with y'all niggas? I would not cut it early and not get all my money. Fuck that. Give me all that bread, nigga. I want all that dough before I even think about signing with everyone let me live right now bro i need the fucking time off i need to decompress i've been through a lot of shit in that company they put me through a lot of bullshit there 
But, yeah. but he has so many roles he can slide into in AW. I mean, I don't feel like Impact will be a good place for him. The only thing he would get out of that is um, creative control throughout up his ass. He can do whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah. They're not going to fuck with that character if he wants to keep doing that type of character. Nah, he's going to have to switch it up. He has to do something that has nothing to do with what he just did in, in WWE. I mean, but look look at someone like Malachi Black. He's kind of taken the end of his WWE yeah, he twisted it a bit. He twisted it and a bit. Twisted and turned it into his own thing. And I fucking love what he's doing right now, bro. Love it. Love it. The fucking, the shit, the deer fucking head with the fucked up antlers on the end. The shit got like blades on the tip of it yeah. and shit. Like, this shit is crazy, bro. <laughs> shit is crazy. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. We can see Bray there. I don't know. Yo. What you been listening to though, bro? Honestly, what have you been fucking with right now? Oh damn! Um, I actually today I was listening to the what you call it. I don't even know why I be drawing blank sometimes when I be thinking. Uh, the Meek Mills joint. Uh, I, I was listening to this new Wale joint he got with J Cole. Uh, the Little Wayne. Yeah, I heard that. Little Wayne versus the Kid. Yeah, I can't get into that joint. I don't like risky kids, bro. <laughs> I, I just, yo, I give sucks. everything a chance. I give everything a chance, bro. Bro, you know? Jesus. But uh, I've been listening to that Meek too, bro. I can't, I can't lie. It's not that good to me. I think championships blows that shit out of the water. Yeah. Oh wow. All right. Damn, it's not out yet. Well, I'm waiting for that new Don Tolliver. So he's dope too. Uh, his last joint, I was, I was fucking with heavy. I can't remember the name of it. It's like a. It's like drawn on cover, like a car's yeah. on the cover. Yeah. Yeah, that album's pretty fire. And I'm like, Alchemist I forgot where even. Coming. Oh, gosh. What's up? Let's fuck with Alchemist. It's my nigga. One of the best producers in the game. Yeah, Meek, the Meek joint, he got a couple of joints on there. Like the joint with I, I the joint with Ferg is my shit. I can't even front. That, that's your, that joint is fire. Oh, hell yeah. Um, what about but there's a lot of, what's Side B? Side B what? Uh, the Hitler were her West Side, yeah. Um, what's your thoughts on that? I think that between side A and side B, I definitely fuck with side B a little bit more, mm-hmm. but because it got a couple more tracks, but the couple of more tracks it got, I skipped, so it kind of evens out as far as. A and B for me because the songs I skip on the A side, like yo, sometimes his beats, I'm just like, yo, this is just noise. Like it's it's just a fucking horn and a nigga farting in the background. Like, I can't. I'm skipping this. I'm sorry. I can't see your vision on this, bro. I like you you see things, you know, like I've said before, West Side paints in color, Conway paints in blood, and Benny sculpts. They're three different artists yes, and yes. they do things three different ways. And sometimes with West Side, I don't get it. I might be sitting in my bed three in the morning and be like, oh, now I get on. it. <laughs> now I get it. You know what I mean? But yeah, I, I, they even out for me. Yo, it's it's West Side Gun. So you already know how it's going to be. Niggas sleep on his rhymes, I think, bro. I think niggas do not give him props as far as an MC. Yo, he is nasty, bro. That Hell on Earth 2 verse is fucking crazy. He kills that shit. But you know what he it is, that shit. is that... I think he's more of a, you have to have the taste for it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. I've played him for some people and they're like, yo, that nigga's voice is mad annoying. 
And I just laugh. I'm like, you got, you got to get past that, bro. <laughs> if you don't get past the voice, you're not going to understand what's going on. He can't help that he talks like this. That's the nigga's voice. Like, what the fuck? Hey, yo. You know what I mean? There you go. Well, yeah, man. I, uh, I'm i looking forward to the Conway. That's coming out soon. Yeah, man. Is that is that the Shady joint? That's the last joint on Shady. Then he's, you know, straight drum work. Let's see what happens. Yeah, they're off man. Shady. That's the last project for Shady. Let's see what happens, man. Let's see what happens. Uh, you know, I'm going a, I'm to a play something. I'm going to play something. Just don't know what yeah. yet. Uh, you know me. I'm just going to listen to shit and see what happens. Shout out, shout out to the boy Feeb and Red dropping videos for they both their projects, respectively. Yes, sir. Yes, you know sir. what I'm saying? And another video of them them doing a joint together. They got like three, four joints they just put out. So that's what's up. You got to You got to work. You got to work. You want it? You got to work. And they doing it, bro. Facts, facts. But all right, my boy, you already know what's up, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And you know this I mean? was, if I'm not mistaken, episode 164. Jesus, we uptown. You heard one, one, one six we four, in, baby. We in we in Piflandia. Niggas don't know if you know, you know. If you don't know, you know, you don't know. Word, if you don't know, then you, you, you're done. We, we, we all we we walking around there. One, one six four in Amsterdam or Audubon. Or oh man, nah, we in the that's not it's not a nice place to walk around. Stop, stop it's doing that. It's a you don't get thing. people beat up. It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. Go out there, and, go out there, and get you some good food. Get you a nice drink. You know Burn what I'm up. saying? You can just go walk, walk down one six. No, I'm not even gonna put it out there. But you nah, can go down one six one of them. That's it. Come over here, girl. Come over here. <laughs> but yo, this is episode one sixty four of the twenty by twenty podcast, and we are your host Nathan McFly with for B I N G Ben. You heard sponsored by Storyline Tees. You heard new fire on the way. You heard. Yes, sir. <laughs> We out here. My boy. Peace. Bitch, the Chanel jacket with the big Chanel bag. Sneak the hammer in the club, the realest bitch I ever had. My plug like Lulu, give me whatever I ask. Bucking low like Ace Boogie, I re up 200 cash. Richest nigga in my city, got my neck on Rick the Ruler. Press box at all the games, sitting next to the Pagoulas. Came up with them brick sellers and them 100 pound movers. I just made another play and bought an effing for my shooters, nigga. Yeah. Hood niggas still eat the ramen noodles That low cost an extra five if I got it to you We the mob, you violate that, I gotta shoot you Send some rockets through you, hollow tips popping to you Griselda keep winning, you don't know how to stop it, do you? In the end, I'm gonna be on top of you I've been getting it rocking since niggas was rocking food But I don't care what city you from, you solid, I salute Whip it till my wrist bone hurting Newspapers on the windows, no curtains Fiends knocking, soul searching Water turned off in that trap Fuck it, the stove working Pour polar springs in that pot Cook up the O's perfect Jack boy sniff him a 50 Until his nose hurting Coming through them back blocks Riding around with the pole lurking My young boy quit drinking lean He going cold turkey Sticks and stones don't break my bones While my bitch the Chanel jacket With the big Chanel bag Sneak the hammer in the club The realest bitch I ever had 
that. My plug like Lulu, give me whatever I ask. Walking low like Ace Boogie, I re up 200 cash. Richest nigga in the city, got my neck on Rick the Ruler. Press box at all the games, sitting next to the Pagulas. Came up with them brick sellers and them 100 pound movers. I just made another plate and bought an effing for my shooters, nigga. Yeah. Throw some bake in the pot with some ice The dope I cook Wait, lock up Sneaker box with pants in the bag You think I left foot locker Young nigga behind your garage Holding a full chopper Dropped out of school Decided he just gonna push product Low pro copped out the five Damn I feel for him My nigga KPJ in the feds Trying to appeal for me Bitch love the machine so much That hoe was still for me Say it's go time And my head is ready to drill for me Niggas getting smoked in broad day And it's a shame Don't matter if you was in front of the precinct, you getting stained. Ain't no respect in my hood unless you put in some pain. Keep sleeping on my city and thinking this shit a game. We don't play fair. Drive bys right in front of the daycare. We spray hair, pin triggers. That effing on the waist head. Yeah, garbage bags wrapped around the case head. Told you it's spooky, my nigga. It's camp. Walk up the Chanel jacket with the big Chanel bag. Sneak the hammer in the club. The realest bitch I ever had. My plug like Lulu. Give me whatever I ask. Walking low. Like Ace Boogie, I read up 200 cash. Richest nigga in my city, got my neck on Rick the Ruler. Press box at all the games, sitting next to the Pagulas. Came up with them brick sellers and them 100 pound movers. I just made a 100 plate and brought an effing for my shooters, nigga. Machine.